Hey, hey, welcome in. Happy Wednesday. We are here live for Wake Up Legendary. As always, this is not a uh, simulation. This is not a pre-recording. We're actually here live. Uh, a few minutes late today, but we're we're still here. We're rocking. We're rolling. So, um, if you are here with us, let us know in the comments. You can leave us a little comment and uh, let us know that you're here. I see some familiar, some unfamiliar. Lori, Kara, familiar names to me. Robert, Angela, what's going on? Glenn, Gage, what's going on? Uh, Angel, James, William, awesome. Uh, good to have you guys here. Welcome in. And uh, if you are newer to our community or this is your first time tuning in, uh, we host these every single Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, and I mean, typically holidays we're here, like, I, I mean, it's, it's literally every freaking time. So every freaking day. So, um, if you want to tune in and you'd like to get a reminder every time that we go live, ooh, it's over here. Uh, you can text, uh, W U L to eight, one, three, two, nine, six, eight, five, five, three. You'll get a short little text message every time we go live. In fact, I bet that if I look down here, yep. I have uh, my text message right here and uh, it gives me a little link I can tap on to join this stream. So it's super easy. And uh, if you want to do that, you can simply text 813-296-8553. Today, we've got an awesome guest. I'm really excited to chat with her. She's got all sorts of cool stuff going on and uh, and is just super skilled. I'm very, very curious to, to get to know her. And uh, so we're just going to bring her on. Uh, Sarah, what's going on? Hi, how are you? Good. I'm doing very well. Where are you calling in from? I am in, where am I? I'm in Palm Beach, Florida. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Moved from Hawaii to there? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I used to live in cool. Hawaii. My parents are still in Hawaii, but um, yeah, I'm here now. Just came because of the pandemic and everything. And I thought okay. my parents would come with me, but they didn't. <laughs> They're like, we're in Hawaii. So, yeah. Okay. Nice. nice. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so, bring us into your world a little bit. Like, we don't know you. This is our first time meeting you. It's my first time meeting you. Um, bring us a little bit into your world of how did you find digital marketing? How did you go online? Why did you go online? Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And Legendary Marketer and Wake Up Legendary is such a cool space. Like even the value just from these videos that you guys offer for free is really awesome. So thank you. Um, but yeah, I got started in digital marketing back in 2016. That's when I first learned about it. Um, but I didn't do much with it because I didn't know how. Um, there weren't there wasn't something like this that I was aware of. Um, that I, I felt was honest and ethical um, and that could teach me the basic skill sets and everything. But I was at the time working as a cleaner. And before that I was working in corporate and I was just very unhappy, um, very overworked, underpaid, stressed out. I know a lot of people can relate to those, those feelings and emotions. And I was always just grinding. I felt like I was just always working and um, nonstop and just didn't have a life outside of work. And, uh, it was, I was at this point in my life where I was like, you know, what, I can't, I can't live this way anymore. I know I have more to give. And I think everyone has felt that at some point where they have that inner 
calling or that inner pull to do something more with their life, but they don't know how to go about it exactly. And so I was just praying to God and I was like, just show me something, anything, I don't care what. And then I was introduced to uh, digital marketing and affiliate marketing. And I was like, yes, that's what I was looking for. Like something that's that's rooted in helping people, that offers service, products, um, but that can also create passive income streams for me so that I can help even more people. Cause that was my main thing that I wanted. I wanted to help more people um, because I knew what it was like to struggle. I knew what it was like to grow up in a very poor family, to have very little. Um, I had come from a very big family. I have seven sisters. So we grew up like huge family, just not with a lot though. So I have very humble beginnings um, and I was just, I, I thought that I had to, because I grew up poor, I had to be poor my whole life. And then oh. I saw these people doing affiliate marketing and digital marketing. They had kind of similar stories to me, like, hey, you know, we grew up on food stamps or, you know, like what, whatever. It was just like a very similar narrative of poverty mindset. And then they were able to break that chain. And I was like, well, if they can do it, why can't I? Like what makes them so better or different or special. And um, yeah, so I, I got started in, in affiliate marketing, took it seriously in 2017. And four months later, I was able to quit my cleaning job um, from the initial start date. Now, mind you, I was hustling. I was working really hard. That did not yeah. come like, I don't want to make it sound like, oh, I just slapped on a link and that was it. Like there was a lot of work that I did a lot um and especially a lot of work in here a lot of mindset shifts that i had to go through the cool thing that i that i was able to do while cleaning houses even though it was the most humble hard-working job i've ever had in my life was that i could just listen to whatever i wanted while i was cleaning so all day long while i was cleaning i was listening to podcasts and books and just expanding my mind and learning from so many people. I was already doing that, but I took it to a whole nother level. And I felt like, okay, this makes it worth it. Cause I feel like I'm getting paid to learn in a way. And then just making some extra cash to keep me afloat. Um, yeah. So that's how I got started. And then prior to that, I was doing blogging and still do. Okay. And um, I have my blog where I work with other people to help them with their blogs. Cause building a brand, online is super important a lot of people are just relying on social media and that's that's great in one way but it's not because those social media accounts can be stripped of you like that like people get their TikToks taken away their yeah. um, like their facebook's their instagrams you don't technically own that even if it's your name like at sarah faith or at matt like they don't care but if you have a, a, a self-hosted website and blog you own that nobody can tell you what to write what to do and so I've, i became very passionate about that and so i make a full-time living from blogging as well which is really cool but um nice. affiliate marketing is a is a is a great component of like an income stream and um i've been able to just learn so much and yeah i I had a lot of people asking me like hey you know you talk a lot about affiliate marketing but is there a course that you can promote and I, or like do you have a course and people were asking me to teach it but i couldn't find something that i could put my stamp of approval on and say like yes like this is what i would 
you know, share with you. And so and I, I started researching and then that's when I found Legendary. And I'm like, you know what? I'll take one for the team. Seven bucks. Let's try this 15 day challenge. See what happens. Right. That's like the cost of a coffee these days. So I was like, yep. what do I have to lose? And I was I was actually very pleasantly surprised. And I was like, you know, like this is something I wish I had starting out. Like if I had had that 15 day challenge and applied it, like took notes, like listened to every video, plus all the free content from Wake Up Legendary and everything. I was like, I would be light years ahead. And so it was exciting to be able to offer that to people. People message me all the time, say, oh my gosh, like I've gotten such great results. Like I've learned so much, like it's such a great educational piece and here we're going. And so I'm working with wow. like 20, 25, 30, uh, different affiliate products that were that are in the blogging business niche um, yeah. and a few health products because I do have a degree in health science. So that's cool. the truth of my story. <laughs> Jeez, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I like I had like uh, like I have certain like kind of interview like cue questions or whatever, and I feel like you were like you got yourself to a point and then like fed them to yourself. That was incredible. That was great. I, I just ran with it. I love I it. it. No. So I wanted to go back to like, I, I feel like um, with, well, there was a lot to pull out there. Um, a yeah. few things jumped out to me is uh, I had a similar experience when I was working in a, in a basically in a coffee warehouse where yeah. I was like, you know, not making very much money, but I always had headphones in. And I was always listening and I was always, and I totally resonate with that. Like the, just, just the little times throughout your day when you can pump your ears full of stuff. That's like, even just giving you new ideas or sparking new ideas or sparking new sort of inspiration. Right. Uh, it's so powerful. I totally. love that. Like always feeding your mind with, with just positivity and a different perception from people who've gone through similar or even worse situations. Cause I always thought that like, oh, we had it so bad as kids. And then like, I'd listen to someone else who had it way worse. And I'm like, well, look what they're doing. Like they were able to get out of that situation. So why can't I? And, and everyone yeah. totally. so, so when you, um, yeah, wow. That's very interesting. Um, so right now you have this whole blogging brand too. Like you've got like multiple different brands going on and everything. Like how did you, okay. The, the whole, like what you said about blogging and having your own platform, having your own thing, right? What you said about that is so powerful because it is true. Um, but the truth of the blog thing, right? So there's, there's sort of pros and cons, right? Like yeah. to get set up on a TikTok account, start creating content. You can do that. Boom today. And you could have five videos up at the end of the day. Right. On a blog, like there's a little bit more learning curve. There's till you're actually getting traffic. There's a little bit more of like sort of work involved in intensity, but like you said, the big payoff is like you control things, right? Like for the most part, yeah. um, obviously Google has a little bit to say about that too, but, yeah. um, but for the most part, like you're never going to get it taken down. The content's always going to stay there. Yeah. Um, unless you're really conspiring to some crazy terrorist <laughs> organization or something, right? Like, right. like for the most part, your content's always going to stay up. It's always going to be there and you actually hold the keys to it. Um, I feel like that's so powerful and, but, but oftentimes I, some, I, 
and I shouldn't say oftentimes, but sometimes people are so short-sighted when they come online. It's it's crunch time or they're in a bind or whatever that like, there's like, what's a cool little side hustle I can do that's fast, right? right. But you've really taken a long-term approach. I mean, you're already like year f- kind of like five, year four, five-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got this really long-term sort of vision and feel to everything that you're doing. What, um, tell us about that, like the long-term approach and why that's important. Yeah, no, I'm glad you brought that up because I know I kind of like hit that for a second while I was telling my story, but it it's so important because I think we live in such a touch and go world now. Everything's is instant from like food to like our phone to social media. And we feed off of that like instant like or that instant share reblog and we get a lot of gratification out of it. And um, there was that documentary that came out about like how social media is like literally like warping our brains and like controlling us to be less patient and everything. And, um, and it's, it's, I'm not saying that social media is bad. I'm saying that it's, it can be used in a bad way if you don't have a long-term planning and mindset because like you said and i was saying that like those things can be taken away like that i have a friend who had like 150k on like um their social media and it got taken down for them posting a video about like a belief that they had like they didn't do anything wrong it was just TikTok was like nope like you're cut and so then that traffic source cut off so much income and they put all their eggs in one basket, which I had said from the beginning. I was like, that's great that you have that, but like, don't put your all your eggs in one basket. And a lot of people, that's what they're doing. And I just, I, I don't feel I would be a good teacher or coach or or friend even if, if I didn't educate on that. And so um, you have to have a long-term mindset. And um, you can, what's nice is that because of like apps like, uh, TikTok and Instagram and then like now like Snapchat Spotlight and like YouTube Shorts where like you can gain virality pretty quickly. Um, you can leverage those absolutely in conjunction to building a brand that has this like long-term game of, and I would say like a website, a blog, something that is your own. It's self-hosted. Nobody can take it away from you. Do yep. that simultaneously and you can feed traffic, feed traffic. Um a lot of people who were on, I don't know if anyone remembers Vine, but like Vine was out for like five, it felt like five seconds. Like it was like there yeah. five seconds. And there was all these like Vine stars that just like went up, like had millions of followers overnight. And then a lot of them, like nobody knows where they went. They like fell off the face of the earth. Why? Because they didn't redirect that traffic from Vine to another uh traffic source, like to a website or a blog, they didn't capture those email leads, they didn't, nothing. So I would say you have to do both, you know, definitely take advantage of TikTok, especially, and just like all these different um, apps and and use them to your advantage, use Instagram reels and, you know, YouTube shorts and like, do it within like your brand and mindset, you know, because not every app is going to be for you. Um, right. But that's important too. Like some people are like, okay, I'm going to be on Snapchat and now I'm going to be on here and there and there. And it's like, no, like <laughs> stay focused on like two, maybe three, maybe, and really just leverage that yeah. while you build up a brand and a loyal following because that loyal following will 
follow you wherever you go. Like I have people from my original blog that I started on Tumblr who still follow me to this day, years and years later, before I was ever making money. I didn't even know you could make money from blogging when I first started it. Like, so this, right. I'm talking a long time ago. Those same people have watched me travel all over the world. They saw me live in Asia. They saw me live in Hawaii. They saw me go through these ups and downs and they're still here and they would, they're probably going to still be there later on. And it, and I'm not looking for this huge, massive millions of followers of people. I don't care about that. I'm not a, I'm not a numbers person really. I care more about the quality of those people and who I can help within that. I'd rather have four shiny quarters than a hundred little pennies, even though they might equal the same. I'd rather have those four quality rock solid people because that's what you want, you know? And so I would say do both, definitely do both. But don't, if you're thinking like, oh, I'm just going to rely on TikTok and like hopefully go viral on Pinterest, like, <laughs> no, like, let's go. Come on, like, think long term. Um, social media could be taken away from us tomorrow. And yeah. you have to ask yourself if your TikTok, your Pinterest, your Instagram, or any of those apps were taken away tomorrow, would you have a business? Most people wouldn't. Yeah. Now, all of that said, you do have TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're smart important. enough to look at it and be like, hey, it might be temporary, but while it's temporary, like, we should jump on this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What's Absolutely. So you've been around a little while. Like, what's been your experience about TikTok? What do you think about it? I think it's a fun app. Um, I think it's really cool. It's nothing like it has existed before all these other apps are now copying and following suit. They sure. changed the game because they introduced short form video and that was the primary focus of the app. Whereas like yeah. Pinterest was all about the visual aesthetic and then now they're copying with TikTok with their idea pins, they're called it like story pins. Instagram's follow, or, you know, they're copying them too with like reels and stuff and, um, but short form video is the name of the game. And so like, if anybody has an issue with being in front of the camera, I'm not saying that you can't be successful. I'm just saying that like, you're gonna have a harder time because people wanna see your face and they wanna see your name and what you're putting yourself behind. A lot of people are hiding behind their phones. And I just, I feel that you could get so much more out of it if you, um, if you're just willing to put yourself out there, you know, and like put your name with your brand and everything. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's a lot of fun. It there's a you can it's a double-edged sword though because when you go viral on it all this love can come and then all this hate can come too. It's like so you get this this uh these like two major um feelings and you're like, "Well, this is great cuz like my business is growing and I got like 5,000 leads overnight." And then you're like, "Wait, but like someone just told me to like jump off a cliff." So, like <laughs> Literally, like it can be like one or two or both ways. So um, I would say leverage it 100%. I have multiple, multiple TikTok accounts for different businesses and they're all doing great. And and some I just have, because um, I, I, I'm a Christian and I believe in God and um, I have an account where I just share more about my faith and there's no links. There's no like, hey, buy this or da da da. Like, I'm not looking yes. to sell anybody anything on that account. You know, I don't want to treat them like a bank. 
Um, yeah. so it, not everything has to be a transaction, but it's it's such a powerful app to teach people on, like, and mm -hmm. to do it in under a minute. Like, focus on value. Focus on on what can I do to bring more value to this video or this um, this person, even if it just hits one person. Focus on what is valuable versus what will go viral, because typically what is valuable will go viral and so if you're focusing on that you can create so much more longevity and again it's like a lot of people and i'm not hating on this because i've done it too but like mm -hmm. a lot of people will focus on the like look at how much money i made in a month or like two months or three months and that's that's fine like be proud of your results and everything of course however make sure that you are the bulk of what you're teaching and, and sharing about is how you got there instead of just being like, Oh, I woke up and like $40,000 in my bank account. Like that's not helpful to someone who's starting out and, and doesn't even know what affiliate marketing is or, yeah. you know what I mean? So like actually educate yeah. people and teach because then they will treat you and look at you as a, as a thought leader and as an expert within that field. And, um, and so, yeah, I think it's a great app, but you just have to be a little careful with it. And do not put all your eggs in that basket because I know a lot of people who got their accounts taken off. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It happens all the time. And yeah. it happens. I mean, it happens on all kinds of platforms, too. Mm -hmm. I feel like um, with so specifically with like. Um, uh, yeah, you said something. I want to go back to that not putting your eggs in one basket and also like like for instance the whole like sharing sharing my end result right like sharing my end result and this would happen in this would happen in sort of the make money niche this would happen in um this would happen in um the um weight loss niche i'm trying to think of different niches um this would happen in a lot of different niches that have sort of before and after result type posts is uh what you'll typically find is like um how you how a marketer frames whatever they're pitching will end up sort of uh being the result of like it, it'll end up giving them the feedback they they are uh, either looking for or not looking for meaning like if you create a bunch of posts that are like, I made $40,000 overnight, like check this out. What will happen is you might drive a lot of sales and those sales are going to be people who are pissed off uh, because they didn't get that same result. Right. And this leads us to this whole like misleading marketing and all of that stuff. Right. And you talked about that earlier. And, but then on the other hand, like what you said, and I thought what you said was exactly pointed correct was sharing the process you had to get there yeah. and when you do that people realize like oh okay this is um not going to be easy i'm going to have to learn and all of that stuff this is a marketing strategy called pre-framing so all of that is pre-framed for people so they they actually like have a bit of understanding of what's coming and they don't feel blindsided when they purchase something it's the same in weight loss uh, sometimes people promise, you know, overnight weight loss. Right. And then people are pissed off and yelling about that. And like, so I just think if people sort of learn and come to understand that there's like 
this whole pre-framing that happens, it changes the feedback that you get. So for instance, there's actually like, there's been affiliates for us that have come back to me and been like, well, people are mad or people like purchased or whatever. And then you go look at their marketing and it's all about, right. It's all kind of not super misleading, but it's all a little bit like, well, dude, like gimmicky. It's gimmicky. Great yeah, word for it. Yeah. It's a gimmick. And so no wonder if you're making sales based off of a gimmick, no wonder people are like pissed off or unhappy or refunding. Right. And that's the kind yeah. of thing where people come to me and they're like, well, what's the typical refund rate? Well, what's your marketing look like? Right. Like this is a bigger, it's a bigger picture. It's a bigger story than just well, what's a refund rate. looks like they're really low, but for some people who do a gimmick type marketing, they're much higher. Right. So that was just, that was such a great point. And I felt like, um, for how somebody goes about creating content and everything, like thinking through that and pre-framing that while also still being able to drive curiosity and actually get views and attention is super important. And it's a real skill, like yeah. a very, very real skill. Oh, totally. Matt. And you said that so, so perfectly. And, and I think that um, it also changes the quality of leads that come into um, if you, if you're, if your only focus is all about the money, right? Like it's just like money, 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 money. You will attract leads that come in and their only focus is money. However, if you're teaching about value and education and like even just the honesty of being an affiliate and disclosing that and the legalities of it, you will attract people who take that seriously. And then yep. you'll see your refund rates very low. I have people who might have bigger lists than me or bigger followings, but their refunds on those affiliate products are astronomical. Whereas mine are like, they're not basically non-existent. There's a little bit, you know, cause that's just typical, but yep. across all my affiliate products, like I can, I can look at them and be like, well, 99% of that will be in my bank account because there won't be this huge refund rate. Um, because I know I'm doing what you were saying, like that pre-framing work. So yep. important, but not it, that's not taught enough, unfortunately. So <laughs> it's not, not unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. What um what um in your process of creating content and everything, like which like and we've got a couple different um like TikTok, Instagram stuff, like which, which, uh, do you have a preferred like, uh, TikTok that we would put up here so people can follow you? Yeah. I mean, for, um, since we're talking about affiliate marketing, I would say at the social affiliates would okay. be the one that people can go and just, you can go and check it out. You know, don't feel like you have to follow or just come say hi and be like, Hey, I saw you on there. And cool. if you have questions, I really try to answer as many questions. Um, my Instagram, I just redid it because we're doing like a social experiment. So I got rid of, I had like thousands and thousands of followers on my old Instagram. And then I decided to delete that so that I could start a new one. Because a lot of people are saying that like Instagram's dead. I don't think it's dead. I think it's just changing. And I think that they're creating, they're turning it more into a business platform, even though it started out as a social media platform. So you have to yeah. just run with it. But um, if you want to talk to me, that would be like the best place to ask for about, you know. Cool. Awesome. And then the other one is Oh, How We Blog, right? At oh, wait, at oh, How We Blog. Yeah, that's more blogging educational stuff because there's, 
I had to create two separate ones because, you know, just different questions and stuff. And he's I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. You took something and then just super niche down. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What, um, what <laughs> he just said, Oh, I follow you. I've, I, I knew I've seen you before. <laughs> like there's people on here who are like, Oh, I actually follow you. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so with both of those, are you actively just daily creating content and then also producing on your blog too? Yeah. So um, I, I, I'm i in the process of hiring another uh, VA because I just need <laughs> help. And I have so many, I have a lot of different projects beyond all this. So I have, cool. I'm just a very poly passionate person, but. Um, I loved that you said that in the questionnaire. I was like, wow, that's such a great word. Yeah, it's I, that's the best way I can describe it, and um, I seem to attract a lot of people in my life who are too. I just I can't do one thing, Matt. I have to do multiple things. It's just how I'm working. But um, yeah, so it's especially on the affiliate account, I, I aim to do daily content, and I my process for that is I'll just kind of see what's trending in terms of like sounds and stuff. Um, that's a great way to grow, um, and then also just taking like my own spin on something like there was I think one of my recent videos it was like because I'm not in the fashion niche at all I couldn't care less about it like it's just not my thing but there was this one like sound where you show like what you would wear to like a fashion show or what you would wear like out somewhere special and I was like well I work at home a lot and I go I mostly go out on you know, weekends and stuff and hang out with friends because I'm working throughout the week. But um, I was like, I really want to do this sound. How could I do it? And I was like, you know, maybe I could show what I used to wear when I worked in corporate life versus what I wear now. And so I just did like all these like montages of me in like pajamas because that's what I wear. <laughs> and I, I was like, I'm going to keep it real. And so when I do this talk with Matt, I'm going to wear loungewear because I it wouldn't feel authentic if I would like showed up in a blazer and like glasses and be like, hi Matt, how are you? Like <laughs> that, that wouldn't feel authentic. So I was like, I'm going to rock the leopard onesie and just, you know, but I did that sound and it was fun and it brought in a, that like video alone brought in a lot of leads and people are like, what do you do that allows you to work online in your pajamas? Tell okay. me more. So I got a lot of messages privately about that so just That's go awesome. yeah just go with like what's trending and and just have fun with it and and think outside the box and you never know <laughs> you never know what you can create so yeah i feel like uh it's funny because back in the day like if you were to do this whole thing right now like you're yeah. in like the pajamas and you're doing this thing people would just be like this is so fake there's no way this is I, real I like know. get her out of here and now it's just like after the pandemic and the year we just had, people are just like, oh, she's, yeah, yeah. she's one of those. <laughs> she's yeah. just doing her thing. <laughs> well, it's funny you said that because TikTok, I feel like changed that perception because Instagram was like the uh, crowning or the crown of all social media platforms. Like everybody loved Instagram because it was like this highlight reel. Whereas mm. TikTok comes in and they, I mean, I think they also lucked out a bit because the they rose up during the pandemic and people were home anyway. Like what you would post on Instagram is very different than what you would post on, on TikTok. Like you could wear no makeup, like you could have like 
barbecue sauce on your lips and people would be like, I don't know. I just resonate with her. Like, let's make her go viral. Like that's the, that's like the mindset there. Whereas on like Instagram, you probably wouldn't post that. And so I, I think that's why I like the app because it's, there's like this acceptance of like dopiness and stupidity and, and silliness. And it's just nice. You know, it's, it's more it like is. and chill. It's so nice. It's so refreshing. Yeah. Great word. For it's also cool how people have taken like a total business approach, but turned it into a fun platform. Like it's, yeah. it's a more fun platform to create content as opposed to something that has to be super Insta, right. you know, like, right. and there's nothing wrong. With it. Well, and even Instagram's getting that way. Right. Yeah. So like the introduction of reels is obviously their attempt at like doing something very, <clears throat> very similar to Totally. TikTok and how they're putting the attention there and stuff. So, okay. Uh, what for, for people who are just to like shift gears for people who are newer thinking through like, um, well, actually, you know, for people who are on like day one of your, you know, your day one was a long time ago. If you could think back to your day one, oh my um, like really what would you that. tell people to, to, to focus their skills on or, or like, what would you tell them to focus their time and energy on in the early days? If they're, if they're work, you know, working a job, working a cleaning job and uh, trying to figure this whole thing out. Yeah. Oh, I love that question. And, and that feels like a million years ago, but, um, and I'm glad it feels that way. Cause it's, it wasn't this overnight success and I don't want to ever paint that. And I, I hate it when people do, but um, I would say, do legendary marketer. I can honestly say that do the 15 day challenge. Um, I, I wish to God I had that at the start, but I, me too, honestly. And I'm, yeah. I, I'm like not trying to cut you off, but no, every no. time somebody says that, like, and I, I'm obviously biased. Like I'm, I work for a company like, but honestly, like the amount of hours and headaches that like, I just, I just did not understand and I didn't have anybody to guide me. So, sorry, just keep no, going. No, I just... I'm glad you brought that up. It's, I, I felt the exact same way. Like it was just like a headache and just, there was a lot of snake oil-ish Ponzi scheme, like BS out there that I was just like, okay, goodbye. Um, but I would say the skill sets you would definitely want to focus on would be copywriting Copywriting is where you write words that connect and convert people to do and take an action that you want them to do. I One of my income streams is copywriting. So I've been paid to copyright for people and stuff. Um, and you, know, you just develop the skill as a blogger, you have to. But um, so I would say copywriting, just learn all that you can about it. Um, the, the main emotion that you need to have in copywriting is getting like em empathy and getting your buyer so in order to get more buyers you have to get your buyer you have to understand what's going on in here for them not you're not you're not writing from your perspective I hate to break it to you guys it's not all about you it's not all about me but um it's about them and their issues and if you can provide a solution and show empathy and that you understand what they're going through like you could i like if I understand that and you don't, and you and I put up the same post, I'm going to get more sales and you're not because I, I understand my buyer, but if we both do that, then we're both getting sales. And so just make sure that you get your buyer really start to develop that quality of understanding people, 
talk to your audience too. Make sure that you are niched down. Do not be that person who's like, I promote this, but I also promote that. I have like 500,000 different affiliate products. Do not be that person because people will not trust you um, at all. <laughs> they just won't. I And I didn't start out with promoting as many products as I do now. That was a very gradual thing because I knew that my blogging community needed specific products to run their blogs and businesses. So it was a natural fit. Um, so be very, have a, have a very high standard on what you will put your name on and what you will say yes to and what you will, um, who you, who you will work with just because someone's handing you money. It doesn't mean that it's worth it. That could make or break your brand. And so that's very important. Also develop the skill set of honesty and integrity. Or I don't, I don't know if that's a skill set, but the characteristic, the quality of it. A lot of people, and it, I hate saying it, but I don't know why, like they have a hard time with being honest about the fact that they're an affiliate for the products that they're promoting. And Matt, I find that so bizarre. Like, it's like the weirdest thing to me, because like, why would you promote something? But then when someone's like, are you an affiliate for it? And they're like, well, I don't know, maybe sort of kind of like, just be honest about it. Be like, yeah, I'm an affiliate and I'm proud of it. And like, yeah, I get a commission at no extra cost to you. And here's my disclaimer, check it out. And if you want to keep it great, if not, don't. Like people appreciate that. <laughs> and I have been told on TikTok that I'm one of the first people on that app to, to be very open and honest about the fact that I'm an affiliate for said course or product or I could screenshot you so many different times people have written that to me. And that tells me that people are being a little bit quiet because they think that like, well, if I tell people, then maybe they won't buy. It's actually the opposite. If you are honest about it, people <laughs> people are more likely to buy and, and want to work with you. And I have screenshots of that too. So um, just, just be open about it. Um, and then just develop the mindset that things take time you know and that it's okay if you know for me it took four months to initially quit that job but that doesn't mean that I was in a place of like okay well now I can just retire and like kick my feet up like no I was still working and hustling um but I was in a position to be able to help more people I was able to help my family I was able to say yes to things and you know um because I was making money a little more passively, but just because you're making money passively, that doesn't mean that the work doesn't stop. And you have to know that maybe my timeline is going to be different than yours. And to not, to not, to not, to not ever compare yourself. I know people say that and it's hard, but do not compare yourself. It is the thief of, or what is it? Comparison is the thief of joy. And it robs you of the opportunity to be grateful. It robs you of the opportunity to look at your life and all the blessings that God has given you. And if I could go back, I, I wish I could like slap myself across the face and be like, Sarah, like, do not compare yourself. Be patient. It takes time. Um, and yeah, just continue learning and growing and read books and show up to, you know, calls like this. This is like free value that you get, you know from your time's valuable and my time's valuable, take notes, <laughs> you know, and just 
I'm just like thinking of all the things I, I would have done differently if I had started out, but those would, that's what's coming to me right now. That's, those are the main ones, so. Oh, I can't hear you. My bad. Okay. Um, there's this undertone of like, um, and you actually said it out loud of just like, sort of just like, um, like, like just genuine pride in like what you do, right? Like just taking pride in what you do, taking pride that certain parts, you know, that are difficult or a struggle are going to be part of your journey. And that's just okay. Like, it's not a big deal. And yeah, I think Dave always says like, um, he always says, you know, stop comparing your day one to somebody else's day 600. Right. Exactly. And it's like, somebody has been creating content and creating content and creating content and going at it hard. Like don't, don't compare your day one of fumbling around a TikTok app or a blog to somebody else's, you know, day 1000 where they're seasoned and they've been doing right. it forever and they have momentum. Like right. it's just such a different thing. Right. And you also don't know what that person had to overcome in their mind and their heart or like um, if they didn't have support, like some people have a really yes. good support system. I didn't. When I first started out, I had family members that were like Sarah, like like they were like literally praying for my salvation. And they're like, God help her because like we don't want you to fail, but like you need like psychological help if you actually think you can make money. And then now those same people are like, Wait, so how does it work? Like, show me, please, like, teach me your ways. Like, and it's so it's funny how it comes full circle, but like, right. some people have really awesome support systems, and that's great, but like, not all of us had that. And so maybe that's going to be a driving factor for you to work harder, you know, but don't, don't try to prove them wrong, prove yourself right, and focus on helping people. Um, I think money is just a resource and it's a means of exchange of value and how you exchange money is through people if you drop a 20 dollars bill on the ground that 20 dollars bill will stay on the ground until another human being comes and picks it up so you need people to circulate money but if you want money to be in circulation to you then you need to help more people and so just focus on giving value and helping people focus on your mission, the money will come later. You won't have to worry about that. But focus on your mission and your value. You'll be fine. <laughs> I'm making it sound simple, but like that's just how it worked for me. And I was like, okay, like. It well, is simple. Yeah, it's it's simple. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's simple. Bingo. You know? Simple, not easy. It's simple. It's, it's, it's less complex than people think. Right. It's simple, mm -hmm. but it requires a ton of work. You're exactly right. Cool. Man, I can't say it any better. Thanks for coming on. Do you have any final parting words? I felt like what you just said there was like such a perfect capstone on this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I would say just to keep going, guys. You know, um, I, I think we, God gave us all this beautiful life and what we do with it. You know, at the end of the day, we do have free will and what you choose to do with that is up to you. And, um, you know, just choose to live a magnificent life that's that's rooted in service and helping people. And and now that I'm thinking about it, that was what I wanted to say uh, when you asked, like, what what would I have done differently starting out? I would have been more grateful. 
I would have been a lot more grateful because gratitude can bridge the gap between where you are to where you want to be. And you can create a magnificent life that's authentic and true to you and that helps other people. And you can do that more quickly when you have gratitude um, because things can always be worse. And I know that this was a hard year so far for a lot of people. It was a hard year last year. None of I, I had never gone through a pandemic before. That was like, I was new to that. And so I know we've all gone, it felt, it feels like through the ringer, but there are people out there who've had it way worse and just always come back to gratitude. And when you, when you think you want to give up, when you think you want to just call it quits. I know I wanted to call it quits a million times. I'm sure you did too, you know, and <laughs> you know, you're kind I, of I mean, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, you took a step to the side cause you're still here, you know, and it was just like, wait, I need a break. So just come back to gratitude and remember why you're doing this. Because I, I think at the end of the day, you're only going to go so far for yourself. You can only push yourself so far. But when you have this, this luminous, beautiful why, and it's outside of you, it's helping your family, your friends, your community, other people, that will pull you forward to a place that you never knew you could go to. And so focus on your why and stay grateful. And uh, be kind, too. Yeah, that's what I would, that's that's what I would like. Awesome. Well, Sarah, thanks for coming on. Yeah. And uh, it was really great. And maybe in a few months, um, we can have you back on and check in again yeah. and see how things are going. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Thank you for having me. And I appreciate you and Dave and everybody. And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So Awesome. All right. Sounds good. See ya. All right, guys. Uh, man, another day. We've been doing these lives now for over a year, every single day. And it's just cool to have real, raw, transparent, vulnerable people like Sarah on. So that was really cool. So um, again, um, Sarah, thanks for coming on. Um, I Please read through the comments because there's just a lot of like people were, were very moved by uh, what you had to share. And it was it was really great. So, uh, hey, we'll be back here. Same time, same place tomorrow, everybody. So tune in. Uh, live 10 a.m. Eastern. You can find us on our Facebook page or in the Facebook group and uh, have yourself a good Wednesday. See you.